Sota Davhet, the last thing we were discussing was the Sota process, and we said if she admits, okay, she loses her Ketuba, and if she said she's Tahor, at that point to take her from the Betin, down the mountain, up the mountain, to try to get her to admit. And with that, we're going to start four lines in attendant line by the two dots where it says tasotot. so they would take her to Sharni Kanor which is the gate right in front of the Azara and that's where they they give the Sotot the, the water and that's where they met the, the woman who gave birth and the Mitzorain so Bishlama Sotot I understand why the, the Sotot have to stay there because she has to be standing in front of Hashem which is the entrance of the Azara I understand that Shani can all make sense. I also get that Dikhtiv, Vamida Kohenam Taher, which says the Kohen puts him there Difne Hashem. Great. Ela Yoledit, my Tama, why is a Yoledit, a lady who gave breath, why does she have to stand over there by Shani Kanor? Maybe you want to say because they have to stand next to their korban. A person's korban cannot be sacrificed unless he's standing over there. Therefore, okay, they let the women stay as close as possible by Sharni Kanor. They're not Tahor yet, so they can't get uh, too close. If that's the case, well then Zavin Vizavot Nami. Then they should also have to stand over there. But our Mishnah didn't mention them. So Gemara says, "Enachinam." You're right. Uh, the Tana only mentioned some of it. He didn't mention all of Mehusera Kapara. He didn't mention everyone who uh, is, needs to give a korban. He just mentioned some cases. And Tanu Rabban, we don't let two sotot. Let's say that there's two sotot who happen to be there at the same time. We don't uh, give them the uh, the sota water at the same time. Because we don't want one of them to be haughty in front of the other, meaning to be arrogant and not admit. So let's say the, the Temea one sees that the other one is uh, not admitting. Well, she's going to say, hey, I'm not Temea either. And uh, therefore, we don't uh, we don't deal with two situations at once. That's not the real reason that we don't do two sotot at once. Because the pasuk says that uh, the the kohen has to make her swear. It says otah, meaning veishbia otah kohen, meaning otah levada her by herself with nobody else next to her. Betana kama. And Tanakama, who learned it from uh, logic, Haktivata, what do you do with the Pasukota? Or Tanakama, Rabbi Shimon here, Tanakama is Rabbi Shimon. The Darishtam Dikrahi wants to understand the reason, the logic behind the the, 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 the reason of the Mitzvot. Umataam Ka'amar, and what's the reason of that Mitzvah? Umataam Ota Levada, why are we making her swear by herself? So her heart will not be arrogant in front of her friend. So my benai, what's really the difference between Rabbi Shimon and Rabbi Huda? So the Gemara explains, If one of the ladies are shaking, they're very nervous from the from the water. According to Rabbi Shimon, the reason we don't give two at a time is because one will be arrogant when she's the other one is not admitting. Well, okay, when you see one of them is nervous, then the other one will admit if she did something wrong. She won't be arrogant because of her friends. And according to Rabbi Yehuda, he's not a Doresh, the reason of the Pasuk. The answer is you never do two, period. So now the Gemara has a question. According to Rabbi Shimon, let's say one of them was shaking. Let's say we're not worried one of them will lie because of arrogance. 
We don't do mitzvot in bundles. We don't do two things at once just to get rid of it. That's not the way we do mitzvot. We don't give two sotot to water at the same time. We don't purify two mitzvot at the same time. And if we have to uh, pierce a slave's ear, we don't do two at a time. And if there's a dead body in between two cities, uh, let's say there's, a, there's two of these situations, we don't uh, kill that, uh, that calf. Uh, for both cities at the same time, lefish and also mitzvot havilot havilot. We don't do mitzvot in bundles. So here you have it. You have a brayta tells you not to. So where do you come in saying if one is shaking, maybe we'll do it? So Amar Abayev ite marav kahana lakashia kan bekohen hard kan bishne kohenim. Listen, if there's one kohen, yeah, it's hard for him to do two at a time, and it looks like bundles. But if there's two Kohanim and one of them is shaking, then yeah, maybe Rabbi Shimon would agree that uh, you could have one of them, uh, you could have uh, both of them drink at the same time because it doesn't look like bundles. Next, we learned the Mishnah, the Kohen has to grab her by uh, the clothing, and if he rips her clothing, uh, then he rips it and uh, he has to uncover her chest. And she, she has to unbraid her hair. It's as just to uncover the woman's uh, hair. And the Ela Rosha, okay, that's just her head. What about her body? How do I know that? When it says the word Haisha, it's Haisha, not just Rosha. Because otherwise it should just say Rosha. What's all that for? Why is that extra it for? So It's coming to me that not just uncover it here, but also uh, unbraid it. Let it look frizzy and all over the place. Now we learned the Mishnah of Yehuda Omer, if her, if her chest was nice, then he would not uh, uncover it. It sounds like the Yehuda is the one worried about the Kohanim looking at her and thinking of wrong things. They're not worried about that. And that's why they hold, uh, just uh, you, you uncover her no matter what. But we always uh, learned the opposite. It says that if a person is going to get uh, stoned, with the men, they use one piece of uh, clothing to cover in front of him. So they cover his erva area. And with the woman, two pieces of cloth. One in front, one in the back. Because her, her makom erva can be seen from back and forth. That's Rabbi The man, he's stoned without any clothing, like Rabbi Yehuda. However, but a woman, on the other hand, she cannot be without clothes on. She has to wear clothing. So you see here, you have Rabbanan, the ones who are worried that maybe someone's going to think of something, and Rabbi Yehuda is not. So Amar over here by Sota, what's the reason... That review does worry that maybe someone will look at her. She met things like it because what's going to happen? That maybe she actually will be not guilty. And then people are going to start up with her because they've seen her already. However, by someone who's getting killed, okay, who's going to start with her? Uh, she's getting uh, she's getting stoned. Maybe they're going to start with another woman. 
We have a tradition. Yitzara only works with whatever his eyes see. If his eyes didn't see the other woman, even if to worry. Now the Gemara asks, Sounds like Rabiuda is contradicting himself. But the Rabbanan, the Rabbanan, Lokasha, you tell me Rabbanan don't argue on themselves. Meaning, on one hand, uh, Rabbanan hold, you, we're not worried about people looking. On the other hand, we are worried. So, how do you answer them? So, does not contradict himself like we just explained. That by Sota, we're worried that maybe she'll come out not guilty and people will start up with her. Also, Rabbanan don't contradict each other. Because what's the reason we uncover her? We wanna worry we wanna worry and, and warn all women that uh, this is gonna happen to you if you if you do this type of thing and they'll be careful. Hatam by someone who's getting uh, stoned there is no bigger warning more than someone getting stoned. So maybe they should do both, embarrass her and kill her. Amar of Nachman, Amar of Babarbuha, Amar Kira, we have a famous pasuk, when, when punishing someone with capital punishment, killing them, you do it in a way where you don't embarrass them. And it sounds like Lema de Rav Nachman it sounds like what Rav Nachman just said, that you have to do a better uh, punishment when it comes to death. Sounds like it's a mahlukit uh, against Rabbanan. Rabbanan, they uh, hold that you have to do a, a decent death, something that's not embarrassing, and Rabbi does not care. I think my is law, no. Everyone agrees that you have to you have to treat the, the the person who's going out to death. You have to treat him with respect, give him a good death, something decent. Here the mahlukit is that more savad the rabbanan hold adif gufe. For a woman, for her, it's more important not to get embarrassed than getting stoned. Therefore, you let her wear clothing when she's being stoned. It's better for her not to be in as much pain than being embarrassed. And therefore, she would much rather be without clothing on, so this way uh, she could die faster. Next, we learned the Mishnah, if she's wearing white clothing, put on dark clothing. Tana imhayu shehorim naim la. The Brayta says if black clothing were better looking on her, mechasin otav v'gadim mechorin. Then they just put her on disgusting clothing on her, so she could be embarrassed. Hayu alei kelez zahav. We learned the Mishnah if there was jewelry on her, we take it off to make her look ugly. Obviously, hashana v'ulim in avila. We're making her look bad. We're uncovering her. We're uncovering her hair, and then we're taking off this and that. Even if they mention the jewelry, of course, you take it off. So the Gemara explains, I would have thought, maybe over here, it's more embarrassing. Because people will laugh at her and they'll say, look, she's walking without any clothing and she has uh, shoes on. Meaning, she's uh, disgusting and she's wearing jewelry. People will make fun of her more. The Hidush is even without jewelry. Now, we learned the Mishnah, then he brings uh, a rope made of a palm tree scruff, and he ties it above her uh, chest area, the breast area. So, Rabbi Abba asked a question from Avuna. 
Does tying that rope does that make a big difference in Sota or not? I Meaning, if we don't, we can't find that type of rope. Do we not give her the water or not? Meaning, is it because we don't want the clothing to fall? Again, you could just put any string over there. Or Dilma, or maybe the reason is Mishum de Amar more, like we said, he Hagralo Betzilzul, the Fira Kohen Mevi Hevela Mitri. Or maybe because she put on something nice for that man, she she maybe tied herself with a nice uh, string or rope, and therefore the Kohen's going to bring this thick Egyptian rope, Vekoshela, Lemala, and then he ties it above her, so this way she should be embarrassed. And maybe Me'akev, maybe that does make a difference. And the Gemara says, "Amar there, I've not explained it Ravava. Tell you to you learned in the Mishnah, 'How can we be high level mitzvah with koshola le'ma'ala midadeya? Kedesh sheloi shametu begadeya me'aleha.' It says in the Mishnah, he brings that rope, he ties it above her chest, so this way her clothing don't fall. And if you could find something else, that's good enough also. Next, in the Mishnah says, 'V'chol arotzei derot ba'ir any any woman or man who wants to see this, they can see it.'" The words of the Mishnah uh, contradict. Amar, in the beginning, you just said, anyone wants to see it, see it. Amar, Gabriel, Loshana Nashe, then it doesn't make a difference if men or women want to see it. But then, at the end of the Mishnah, it said, All the women can see her. Meaning, Nashim in, Anashim law, meaning only women, not men. So, Amar Tirgema, you have to explain. Anashim, meaning it when we say in the beginning of the Mishnah that anyone wants to see her, it's talking about only women. The Gemara doesn't like that because Amade Rabbah, Rabbah told him, Veha kol lirot baro ekat, and says anyone who wants to see her could see her, even men. Ela Amarabah, Rabbah, Rabbah explains, kol lirot baro anyone who wants to see her could see it, Loshana Gabriel Shane doesn't make a difference, men or women. Any woman who are in the Azara at the time have to go see her. It's a misvash. All the women will take the warning and they're not going to do the bad action that this woman did. Next, Mishnah. Whatever person did, that's the way we do back to him. Meaning, she dressed herself up to do an Avera. Hamakom nivela. Then Hakadosh Baruch Hu, the Torah, commanded us to make her look disgusting. He gilta et atzmal avera. She uncovered herself nun avera. Hamakom gila aleha. So the Hashem commanded her to uncover herself in front of everyone. Be'arechet hila ba'avera tahila. With her thighs, she started the avera ve'hakach abed, and then it got to the stomach. That's why when she she gets punished, the water starts to hurt her. It starts with the thigh and then it goes to the stomach. It says, Your thigh is falling and your stomach blowing up. And the rest of the body doesn't run away from the pain and the hurt and the, the punishment. I mean, the rest of the body is going to get punished also. And the Gemara starts, Amav Yosef, Afagav, Demidah Betela, Demidah Lobatil. Even though the punishment of the Arba Mitot Bedin uh, stopped, again, Hashem punishes sort of like it, meaning, the Amar of Yosef, from the time the Bet HaMikdash was destroyed, there's no more Sanhedrin, no one's judging life and death. However, Arba Mitot, Lobatuda, four Mitot Betin uh, did not stop. No one judges life and death today. 
Ela din arba mitot lo The judgment of the four mitot didn't stop. Mishen it hayev sekila. Whoever is hayev sekila, what ends up happening? Ono from he falls off a the roof or hayadorasato or like some sort of animal pushes him to the ground and hurts him. Mishen it hayev sefa. Person who's supposed to get sefa. Ono from maybe falls in the fire on a hashem mekisho or a snake bites him and it burns from the inside. Mishenit Hayev Hariga, a person who's supposed to get killed with the sword, Onim Salem Malchut, or he gets sent to, to, to jail for something in the government, or maybe robbers kill him with the sword. Mishenit Hayev Hanika, a person who's supposed to be choked, or he falls into a river and, and chokes over there with the water, or he dies with some sort of throat sickness where he feels like choking. Tanya Hayarbi Omer, Rabbi used to say, Minayin Shebe Midah Shadam Modeh Deba Modedin. How do we know that whatever a person does, that's the way they judge him back? Shneimar, Besasa, Beshaldeha, Teribena. Sesa is like a sea, it's an amount, like a pound or amount of weight. So whatever a person did, Beshalha, when when they send them off to, to get punished, that's the way he's going to get punished, meaning with the same measurement. So only that's only if it's a big measurement, a big avir or something big. I mean, how do we know if even if it's a it's half a seav, a chitzitra kav, kav a chitziv kav, rova, a chitzirova, tomen, all these smaller different measurements. Meaning, even if it's a small avira, I mean, how do we know that Hashem punishes the same way? Tamud lomar kichose on so en berash. Seon sounds like a small seah, you get punished. How do we know that every small penny adds up and it combines to a big uh, account, a big uh, measurement, meaning all these little avirot ends up getting a big punishment. One to one, and we get a calculation. And tomorrow we'll explain why we need all three psukim. And we'll stop right here. Baruch Hashem Olam. Amen. Ve'amen.